Hello, beautiful and powerful women. Welcome to Susan Unleashed. This podcast is for any woman who wants to live a gorgeous life on her terms and who knows that not only is being a woman enough, it is the key to everything. I'm your host, Susan Elizabeth, certified professional coach, number one best-selling author, and Energy Leadership Index Master Practitioner. I fiercely support women who are passionate about elevating their lives while embracing their truest selves. Are you ready to unleash your power? Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is my very first episode and podcast for Susan Unleashed. And I can't tell you how excited I am to begin to do this. Um, you know, let me shut my phone off here. I just remembered I don't want to get any interruptions while I'm speaking with you. All right. So these are going to be so much fun. I have so much that I want to share with all of you. And they're just going to be conversations like we're sitting together in a living room as best friends as a group of women and anybody else who wants to join in. And I just want to first say that I'm so, so grateful to be here. It's been a long, long time that I have been wanting to do this. And here I am. So I'd love to introduce myself. My name is Susan Elizabeth. And I am, I am, I'm a certified professional coach. I am I've been in corporate for over 30 years, and I am really, really, I've, I've done a lot of work on my journey. I guess you could say my life journey, and I've done that for decades. And in that journey, I've encountered a lot of things, hard moments, painful moments, joyful moments, that I'm wanting to bring all together and really bring that through in my work with my community, with my community of women, with my coaching. And I want to, you know, help women. So the thing that I want to, I have made a couple notes as well that I want to just reflect along the way and make sure that I cover everything. So what I'm here to teach and what I want you to truly, truly deeply know is that not only is being a woman enough, it's the key to everything. And I love the quote by Oprah that says, you don't become what you want, you become what you believe. And I so deeply believe this to the point where I know this. So each week we're going to be showing up and putting out into the world different topics around love and career and success and stepping into our innate power as women and owning who we are unapologetically and living our purpose, living our values, showing up in our strengths and supporting each other as we go through our life journey because life happens. And I really want to share that I, I'm here because I, I chose to go into coaching because I really believe in helping women transform their lives. And I know the journey, my own journey, where I started in coaching, I want to say about 
I met my coach in about 2004, end of 2004. And let me get to that story in just a moment. So I, um, I help elevate women's lives, transform their lives, and really help them unleash their gifts and source from that place within them that is just dying to get out, that is being called to come out, to come and live the life that they knew that they were meant to live as beautiful women, as powerful women, and women who, um, women who want to awaken to their full potential. And I want to teach women to really be the author of their own lives. You know, I, I remember somebody saying to me one time that, you know, I, I was running from myself and somebody said to me, if you don't step into who you are in this moment, you'll never get to write your own ending. And I went, oh, wow, pretty powerful. Those, those words kind of touched that deep place within me. And I thought, hmm, let me think about this. Instead of running from things and trying to, you know, look backwards, look forward, get over there really coming and claiming and, and ditching the shame and really standing in who I am and owning that without apology and and not not being afraid what people thought and you know not being afraid what people were saying because there isn't anything that somebody can say to me that I haven't already said to myself. So I really want people, women especially, um you know, I want them to unleash themselves and and be valued for who they are and live the life and design the life on their terms. So back to my story about how I how I came to be doing this work. I I was out in, in my corporate career, I was out traveling around the country and I was hiring and I met a woman who I was really impressed with. She was very talented and very creative and she was very soulful. And she, not only we were interviewing her, she was interviewing me. And I thought, wow, I've never experienced this in any interview. Usually you ask questions, people show you their work, you have a conversation, they answer questions, they ask you a couple questions at the end. She asked me some very deep, soulful questions eye-opening questions and they were good questions and so at the end we made an offer to her she and I spent some time speaking and it ended up her name was Val and it ended up where she ended up not coming to work for me in the company I was in and she made a different decision but we ended up remaining friends and to this day we still stay in contact and we're friends but I said to her when we were finished yeah who are you how did you get to be who you are? And she said, my best friend is a life coach. And I said, I want the phone number and contact information to your best friend immediately. So that's how I started my journey into life coaching. And that was back in 2004. So I started the journey. And um, I went through the process of, you know, I've, I've been with my life coach for many, many years. And I've done different coaching and I've done different healing and energy work and all different kinds of modalities, all it just exploring things. I've always, always, always been into personal development and I so believe in it. And I know the power of being coached. I know the power of having somebody have your back without judgment 
who is showing up for you, wanting for your greatest good and your highest self and rooting for you and challenging you when you can't see it, when, you can, when you're trying so hard to call yourself out on it, to look at yourself, asking questions, giving you tools, making you see inside yourself. So I, show, I showed up for years and still do fully, fully. And it's been a long journey. And I want to teach you this today. I've been through my own process for years within coaching and outside of coaching in my corporate career as a woman and a leader for Fortune 500 companies. I've lived around the world. I've traveled all over the world. I have, I have a lot of great things that I want, to, I want to teach. I want to share with all of you. And so again, I just want to say thank you for being here and thank you for showing up to listen because I... I want to do my teaching through a process of, um, through my truths and through my principles. And those are living authentically because I ran for myself and I wasn't authentic. I painfully self-abandoned myself for many years, either through the disease to please, because you all know who hasn't as a woman at some point had the disease to please. So enough of that. Then as I went through my career, I started manning up. I didn't have a lot of female role models, and some that were, were very in their masculine. And when you're out being an entrepreneur in the corporate world, you have to have certain aspects of yourself that you develop to be successful. And so I've developed a lot of successful traits that are more masculine, but I've also come back to myself as a woman who's a very, very feminine woman, and I now live from that place. And I source from that place and I can wield between the masculine aspects of myself and the feminine because we all have feminine and masculine inside of us and those aspects, but it's how you choose to show up. And that's the thing. It's, it's living in choice and living in empowerment that, that will take you, that will take you and support you in your life journey and the awareness around that because the first step is really about awareness. So some more of the truths um, that I want to share with you is also, you know, embracing that what I call the innate power within inside of us, especially as women. It's that confidence factor and embracing that feminine strength. I used to think that femininity was a weakness. I used to think that being feminine and being vulnerable was not a positive trait, not a trait of strength. I now know that it is not that way. That is not a truth. That is not true. And I am here and I sit before you today and I share with you and I speak to you from that deepest, wholehearted place within me that standing in your authentic self as a divine, beautiful, wonderful, joyful, powerful woman. That is the key to success. That is the key to joy. That is the key to happiness. That is the key to life and living the life on your terms. I also believe in that self-worth and really finding that and staying in with it. I think there is a crisis in this world around enoughness and self-worth. And also trust and really learning to trust. Trust in yourself. Trust in the creative intelligence that's out in the world that is available to all of us at any time. And I have found a way to tap into this after taking decades of not trusting 
and learning how to trust and then trusting in myself and knowing that I can discern who and when to trust. And then also living in your values. And if anybody has done values work, oh, it is, it's an amazing process. And I learned it from my coach. I've learned it along the way. And I live and make decisions through my values because the values are a unique set of guiding principles and values that I, I take all my decisions through. Some of my values are beauty, um, ripe, wild, ripe, wild and fierce, elevated living, high standards, um, safety and security, comfort. There's, there's a list of values. We'll do a whole podcast on values. It is so much fun. And I can share with you my process, what I've been through, how I live through my values, what my values are, and, and how we can go forward, how you can start to unearth your values if you haven't done so already. Very cool. And then also redefining success from the feminine, from your authentic self. I used to think success was having the CEO or the vice president title or making enough money, you know, things out there. And over time, I've come back to myself. And as I've learned to really, after some painful journey and some fun journey, I've just learned to come back to myself and redefine success from the feminine. And I can share with you, it is a whole different, whole different meaning for me. How I define success now is goes something like this. I want to live life fully and show up fully for my life and have that experience of love and joy and connection and be able to bring myself my and bring myself into the world and do what I knew what I came here to do, what I was born with. And that to me is success. And living that way, I I I kind of unloaded. I got I, I let go of the things that I had carried around that I thought were out there that would bring me success. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not saying that we don't need to have goals, that we, if if you want a goal and you want something, go for it. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is come back to yourself, excuse me, come back to yourself and really define what success means for you and go for it. Have goals you know, and, and have those meaningful things in your life. You know, if I want whatever I want, like I wanted to launch, I wanted to go into the entrepreneurial world. Nothing wrong with that. But your why, always know the reason why you want something. Like if your why is, is important to you, really understand that and let that drive you. And if your why is chasing something out there because you don't feel self-worthy, pay attention to that. If your why is because you have so much inside of you that you've learned that you want to share to lift and elevate the world or whoever that is, pay attention to that and come from that place. So uh, also also using your voice, speaking up, prioritizing pleasure as well as women. We're going to do a whole podcast on pleasure because I think that is so missing, especially in the American culture. And I am married to a French man. I've lived in Paris. I've been around the French. And the French culture was very, very inspiring to me to learn the art of pleasure, especially as a woman. So I prioritize that every single day. And it is life-changing. So so I want to go back to the beginning. Um, back when I was little, um, I came from very humble beginnings. There was a lot of love in my household. My parents and my sister and family was... Um, 
very, very close. We were always doing things with family. And I grew up being born a, a creative, an individual, very unique. And I thought everybody was like me, very intuitive. And as I grew, I realized people were not. And so when I intuitively knew things or felt things, I I started really paying attention because those always served me well and right in life. The times when I didn't pay attention to my intuition or my instincts or my gut or my heart, whatever you call that, that's when I had some big lessons to learn. And so again, it comes back to trusting myself. And I was always very sensitive. I love exploring. I love learning. I love bettering myself. I believe in betterment. And I love activating. I love being an activator and also like a relater. I um, I also did um, my top 34 strengths. So I'm like strategic. I'm a maximizer. I have self-assurance. Um, God, what are some of the other top five? We'll do a whole we'll do a whole podcast around strengths as well. Because when you live in your strengths, you can really propel yourself forward. And you know, you have like there's this top 34 strengths, it's through the gallop. It's it's a really great process. Um, but I really have found that living in my strengths and when I lead my teams of people, you know, putting them in where they can really live in their strengths, they feel good about themselves. They feel good about how they show up and they can bring forth what's in them and and contribute and add value and, and receive abundance from that. So I, you know, growing up, um, I I was very sensitive. I I spent time, you know, really exploring myself, my life. And is, you know, as I was going forward in life, like all of us, life happens to us. Things happen to us. And over time, those things that happened to us, you know, I started making myself small. I started hiding at times, not physically, but what I'm saying is, as life was happening, I kind of shut down at times. And I, as life was, was providing me with growth opportunities, I... I had some hard lessons, and sometimes I had to learn those lessons a couple of times. And other times, I got the lesson quickly. And through the years, I have stepped back and really paid attention to those. So let me talk about my corporate career for a little bit. So I've been in my corporate career for over 30 years, and I work in manufacturing industry and that is, it's very, it's a male-dominated work environment, and in a leadership position, it's even more male-dominated. So some of my journey through that, when I first went into leadership many, many years ago, I, you know, I was a little more quiet. I'm more introverted. So people mistake, they mistook that for, they could walk on me, or, you know, I don't have anything to say. But Actually, that was not true. You know, when people started getting to know me, I was voicing my point of view. I was adding my input. I was coming up with ideas and sharing those. And I was leading my team and leading more teams and then being promoted and being promoted again. But it might be often misunderstood that, um, you know, maybe not being an extrovert, there's extroverts, introverts, that you know, I wasn't forthcoming and I wasn't strong enough 
but in time is is people got to know me they recognize you know that wasn't a truth but but as introverts we can be mistaken for being quiet or being a being a rug to be walked on or having people wipe their feet on us right anyways but going through going through life and my journey um I as I propelled through the years in leadership positions and running organizations I was going faster and faster and life was happening my career was happening and I I was exhausted I mean I was always running away you know what's out there work hard and I grew up with the belief system in our household that you know just work hard if you work hard, you know, nobody knows you anything, you'll get a paycheck, get your education, you know, do well, try your best, and you can do anything that you want. So I grew up with these. And they took me far. I worked hard. I, at times I was, you know, people pleasing because I wanted to fit in. I wanted my ideas to be accepted for me and my team. And as I was moving through life, I was going faster and faster. I was being given more responsibility. And then because you can perform and you can perform at a high level, people give you more and more to do. You take on more and more. You know, you're trying to prove yourself, which I was doing that. And over the years, I was talking fast. I was driving fast. I was eating fast. I was I was doing everything fast. I was putting enormous pressure and, and responsibility on my team, on myself. And then I started getting sick all the time. I was always getting like a cold or the flu and... You know, I was just exhausted. So I finally, finally was breaking down. And I just remember I, I, would, I got so sick with like a pneumonia. And then I started getting better. I got sick all over again. So for like a couple of months, I was literally, but oh, no, power through it. You know, soldier on. It's okay. I got this all under control. You can probably imagine how that turned out. Didn't turn out too well. And I finally got to the point where I was on my knees and I was crying. I mean, it was leaking out. You know, I'm just like, stuff that down, stuff that feeling down, like just move on. You got this. I'm strong. I'm capable. Look at what I can do. Look at what I can accomplish. And I was breaking. I was breaking down. It, it was leaking out of me. I could no longer contain it. I remember a quote. Um, I wonder if I could find it here. Um, it's by Anais Nin. And it goes, it goes like this. And the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk that it took to bloom. So that was me. I could no longer continue to do this. Now, I've had many moments in my career, many moments in my life where I've had these little moment, aha moments, breaking down moments, you know, breaking down in terms of like crying or getting sick or getting exhausted or, you know, I, I just power through the week. And then by the time the weekend came, I, I would sleep like 12 hours a night. I would get up, do what I needed to do, go grocery shopping, come back home, take a nap for two hours. And then I get up and before you know it, Saturday night, okay, what am I going to do? And I spent many, many years single and go out Saturday night or stay home, watch a movie, read a book, be with my animals, get up Sunday. Okay, now I finally feel a little rested, spend some time Sunday, whatever that is, go back to work Monday. So 
what I realized that I was doing all the time, I started recognizing that I wasn't being, I wasn't being Susan. I wasn't being myself. And the doing was driving me into the ground. And I love to tell this story. There was a moment, this was several years ago. Um, I, I was dating a man who's now my husband, my husband, Didier. And I came home from work one night and he had made me a beautiful dinner. I think I had just worked a 12-hour day. And he, he had this beautiful dinner table set. He had made, I mean, I walked in, the food, you could smell it in the house. It was, it was amazing. The smell, it was like rich and just, mm. And then this beautiful taste that I saw. I threw my jacket off. I threw my briefcase down. I sat down, you know, the cats are coming around, you know, I just sat down and, you know, my mind is still going a mile a minute from the day. What do I have to accomplish? You know, what do I want to do still? What, what, what didn't go well today? What do I need to do tomorrow? I'm sitting down, he's serving and he, you know, I start, I start eating the food, I'm shoveling in the food, I'm talking. Blah, blah, blah. It's going, I'm going fast. I'm just, you know, here's what happened today. Can, can you believe this? You know, I can't believe I did this. I can't believe this happened. You know, here's what I need to do tomorrow. This is not right. I have to go some, you know, and then all the while he's sitting looking at me and I'm thinking, what, what's wrong with him? And he said, he reached out and he touched my arm and he said, Susan, can you just be here with me? He said, you're going a mile a minute. He said, I, I'm not even four bites in and you're almost finished. And he said, oh, by the way, I don't report to you. And I went, oh my gosh, who am I? Who is this person? And in that moment, I could feel a chill come over to me, over me. But then I also felt a warmth where I looked around and the, the, the candles were lit. I didn't even notice that. There was a soft, beautiful glow. This beautiful music was playing in the background. I have this beautiful man sitting next to me that I wanted my whole life somebody like him. I finally manifested it after decades and decades and decades, many failed relationships. Nothing's actually a failure. It's just a stepping stone. And in that moment, I'm not enjoying the delicious tasting food, smelling it, the textures, the flavor, the love that was put into the meal, the love that's coming forth from this beautiful man, the love that I have in my life, the support that I now have, that I always wanted, that I never had from a partner. And in that moment, I cried. I cried. And I remember that moment that was a wake-up call, and I did not want to go on being who I was. I remember that. Oh, my gosh, it was so painful. And I said to myself in that moment, there is no way that I'm going to go on being this person who, like, I lost myself. It was so painful. And when I realized what I had become, I was, it was never going to, I, I, I was forever changed after that. So what did I do? I got busy.
because that's what I knew how to do. I got busy and I wanted to hurry up and fix myself. And then I realized through my coaching that, you know, you don't need to fix yourself. We're not broken. And I so, I so truly, truly know that, that, you know, as women, we so want to go fix ourselves. We want to lose 10 pounds and then we'll be better. We want to, you know, if we can just fix this or get the self-help book, that there is another way. And it's really coming back to, you know, who am I? You know, who am I? Where's my harmony? Where's my health? Where's my wealth? Where's my joy? What brings me love and joy? And so, you know, through many different experiences, through, you know, what I want to call a lot of hard work, but it it was just honest work. It was truthful work. It was stepping back and getting out of the getting out of the doing coming back to the being it was learning how to stop abandoning myself stop diseasing to please stop manning up it was slowing down and prioritizing and enjoying life it was prioritizing pleasure for myself every single day fully showing up for life and all that it has to offer and not running from it because i used to want to run over there and run over there and and have you all done this the stress eating shoveling the chocolates into my mouth every single afternoon because it felt good because I just wanted a better feeling and I wasn't having those good feelings because all we all we're really after and all we really want is a feeling we just want to feel good and so having building and having strong boundaries you know having that red velvet rope policy around me and prioritizing myself every single day and possessing you know, really falling in love with myself, really falling in love with the person who I am and bringing her forth that I was smushing down me and she was dying to just get out and saying no and being okay with it. And then the decision after the decision is so important because once you say no and you made that decision, be in the okayness with who cares what they think, you know, who cares be okay with the decision after the decision and stick to that. You know, what are you worth? And also, you know, I'm, I, I love being connected to the universe, what I call the, that universal creative intelligence that is so available to us. It's abundant. It's everywhere. It's, it's in everything. And I love the quote that says, I've never had to unscrew another woman's light bulb just so that I could shine. I so believe that all of us can shine brightly in who we are as our unique expression of ourselves. And what I deeply, deeply want you to know is that not only is being a woman enough, it is, it is the key. It's the secret to everything. It's the secret to success. It's the secret to joy, to happiness, to love, to abundance. And I become a coach, I become an entrepreneur because I want to help women like you who really want to elevate their lives, who want to elevate themselves, who want to step in and stand in their purpose and really know and discover that if you haven't already. And to know that you deserve to have that support. And I want to make sure that you know that, that out there, that it is your birthright to have what you feel. It's your birthright 
to have what you deserve. And my life coach said that to me many years ago, and that was kind of jaw-dropping for me. She said, you know, it's your birthright to experience XYZ. And I thought, it is? It's my birthright? And I learned that. And I want you to know, deeply know that it is your birthright to have whatever it is that you want to have. And I've lived through a lot. I've lived through a lot of things that brought me to this moment that I will be telling my stories through the podcast, the teachings, um, sharing my stories, and the aha moments along the way. And I want you to know that it took years and tiny daily action steps, aha moments, and showing up for life fully and questioning things and going within myself and coming to that potential that was that is within me that is ripe, wild, and fierce. And I want to bring that out to you and to the world and unleash what's inside of you to be free and have that freedom come out and to radiate and to express and to create life on your terms. So, and to also to live and to lead from that place. That's important. You know, for so long, I felt like there was like so much on my shoulders and I had to learn about freedom and what freedom actually really meant. And some of the things that I teach about are mindset. And this is really important. This was life-changing for me. When I learned um, to return to myself and my authentic innate power within me, and, you know, that's that confidence part. It's in coming back to that innate those divine aspects of myself and bringing those out to the world and radiating that out from my spirit, from my soul, that soulful place within me, you know, my potential and my essence. I also learned the power of the mind and what the mind can do. And the mind wants to keep us safe. And when I learned this, I learned that this was life-changing. I just, I just have to share this. This was a big one. Your thoughts create your feelings, and your feelings create your actions. Now, I used to think, oh, that person makes me feel a certain way. That person did this to me, so they, they made me feel this way, or they made me do this. When in fact, the truth is, nobody can make you feel or do anything. You know, exceptions, okay, there's very, very severe examples where people are forced to do certain things sometimes when we think of war or something like that, but I'm not talking about those things. I'm talking about your mind and your mindset creates your feelings and your feelings create your actions. So really think about this. When I learned that I am, we are that powerful that once you learn how to control your mind, to manage your mind, I like to call it like, I like to manage my mind like a CEO. When I learned that, my world changed. So for example, um, overwhelm. Overwhelm is an emotion. Conf- you know, feeling, feeling overwhelmed, that is just the result of a mindset of, a mindset of it's like, there's, there's not enough time. You know, I have so much on my plate. There's so much to do. I'm so overwhelmed. There's so much work. I, I have to balance. And I think especially as women, we're, we, we really know this one. We know this one intimately. And when we realize that the overwhelm is an emotion, 
Like I didn't know it was an emotion. I just thought it was like a thought. But the thoughts that create what you feel, if we choose a new thought and we understand where the thoughts come from and we choose a new thought, we're going to get different resulting emotions. So I'm just going to change positions here. Um, so when I started choosing new thoughts around overwhelm, stopping the I shoulds, I need to do this, I have to go do that, you know, I need, you know, I come back to, I get to do this. I choose to do that. It felt better. I didn't feel anxious. I didn't feel overwhelmed. I started feeling a little bit more empowered. And I started coming from the place of, wow, our mind is that powerful. And when you control your mind and you learn how to allow the mind to serve your heart and our, our, our wisdom, our intuitive space, our gut area, sometimes women call it the womb space, but when you can control, the, you, when you connect that and allow the mind to serve you, it's like I, I like to manage my brain. When we can do that, it is life-changing. Ladies, it is life-changing. That was a huge one for me. So with that, I just want to kind of bring it back to, I want to wrap this up and say, you know, thank you again for being here. And thank you for allowing me, you know, I ha even had a moment before I came on this podcast and I was working with one of my um, mentors and, and she was saying, you know, when are you launching your business? When are you coming out? And, you know, going to share that with the world. And I just said, you know, I'm so excited. You know, I'm so, I'm so like confident in this because I, I have so many things that I've learned that I think other women can learn from or they can be a part of the community or they can coach with me that, you know, I can help women get unstuck and move forward and live in their purpose and live in their values and overcome feeling overwhelmed or, um, you know, not enoughness and live in the self, you know, all of these things. And, and I'm thinking for a moment, this little doubt crept in and thought, am I good enough? Who's going to listen to me? Oh my gosh. You know, is it, is it okay? I mean, there's so many podcasters out there. There's so many coaches out there. But then for a moment, I thought, you know, that's normal. I'm human. And my coach, she, my mentor, she said to me, she said, just look at it this way. You're the best kept secret. And I thought, that feels better. So I choose a new thought that, oh my gosh, I'm the best kept secret. Now I don't have to keep this a secret anymore. I can share my journey with you and bring that out to the world and share through my stories, through my coaching, through my community, and my teachings, and courses, programs. I have so many ideas. I want to travel. I want to put together retreats and travel programs, uh, connecting together, and you know, build this community of amazing, beautiful, powerful, strong women that we can come together, support each other, and live and come to a place through the years and decades of wisdom and the authenticity that I've learned to have to stand in myself, in my true self, and, you know, hopefully be an inspiration and add value to the world, add the teachings, and come back to just being a woman. And we are enough. We are worthy enough. So I think I want to just close and say that I'm so so thrilled about this journey, this journey before me as we move forward and create this community together. 
and just to say thank you so much for being here. You know, I I truly know the power of gratitude because when you are grateful, you end up having more. I think that was another quote by Oprah, somebody that is was really inspiring to me. So with that, thank you so much. Stay tuned. I can't wait to share with you in another episode. And yeah, that's it. That's it for now. Thank you all. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would leave me a review or share it with someone else who may enjoy it too. To stay connected with me, please head on over to SusanElizabethCoaching.com and make sure that you sign up for my tips on how to live an unleashed life full of passion and purpose. Until next time, go live an unleashed life.